0: Just begin to pray as we get set for 9pm Sha and we kick off. Raba sha ta ka la ba roo shiya ta ngala ba Zela ba ra ko shiya La kosha tanda ta ngala ba ko shiya. Come on, help me suit of Umbron On sing she out. a cups. Reset it out again, there is only one name, Harrison. come on, lift up your voices, there is only one power to <inaudible> save, power to save, In our God. He is champion. He reigns forevermore. forevermore. He reigns He reigns Unto a man, we are gathered to God, and it will open our eyes. It will show us secrets in His Word, it will show us things we need to know. It will show us things in this season what he's doing upon the surface of the earth, how He's enthroning men, how He's establishing men, how he's strengthening men, how He's rebuilding His name to men that they might walk in authority. Walk in power, walk in wisdom, and expand the frontiers of the kingdom of God. Empower men with His name. Oh, Rabashate Kosia Tandala Barushiate, Leko Shadabasi. Just worship God, Masetele Barushia, Zelabarushiate and Makoro Dobo. Oh, thunder! Start your afternoon praying the Holy Ghost. Invite the Holy Ghost that it, it will show you things to come, it will strengthen your conviction, it will teach you by itself. Even beyond what we just discussed today, it will begin conversations with you. You will sleep and read scripture. You will wake up and scripture will in your mind. You will be walking as scripture you come alive. Yeah. You can see some of speaking to you your Jesus. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. This was how Enoch was the friend of God. He was the man that was communing with God. That was how Solomon learned with God. God was appearing to him. showing Solomon wrote 3,000 songs. 1,500 proverbs. How did that happen? God was appearing to him. Scriptures were speaking to him scriptures were speaking to hey. him. How was Paul Three. able to write about two thoughts of the New Testament? God was speaking to him. Hallelujah. Oh glory to God. In Jesus precious name we are afraid. Amen. So tonight, I welcome you all to tonight's edition of Things We Believe. Welcome in the name of Jesus. So tonight we are going to tie up the loose ends about on the topic of uh, bearing the name of the Father. And um, the first thing I want to read tonight is from Psalm chapter 9, from verse 9 to 10. It says, the lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in times of trouble these are perilous times these are the end times things are happening currently in our own country nigeria and even across the world things are happening disasters governments are shaking the pandemic is causing loss of life loss of job increase in poverty tendency of crime to increase in our society all these are happening but there's a reason God is revealing his name to us and one of the things that will happen after this is that you will not be casual with the name of the Lord anymore you won't just say Jesus for for, for any reason you won't just shout Jesus when you are you know you know we're gisting with your friend no 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 you will come to understand what that name means I you know we've been saying bearing the name of the father before going forward i'd like you to know that jesus is also the name of the father it's the name of god you know when we call god we are not talking about one person we are talking about three persons in one so when you say jesus the father the son the holy ghost all of them respond and much more than that heaven and earth respond because jesus is the name given to us by god to get out of it and get the resources of heaven into it you say jesus you say it intentionally you say that oh this is a name full of power so at the end of today that is the conviction that will rise in you so psalm 9 verse 9 and 10 it said the lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed A refuge in times of trouble. Verse 10, and this is the verse I like. It said, "And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, shall not forsake them that seek thee. They that know thy name." So there is something about knowing his name. Last week we talked about Yahweh. Which means the merciful one, the gracious one, that keeps mercy for a thousand generations of them that trust in him, that fear him. And then he's also a just God, he's the God of justice. If you ever feel cheated in life, when you call Yahweh, he responds. So, and today, we're saying, they that know thy name that word node means to be intimate with your name so that means the name of jesus is something you can be intimate with the name of jesus is something you can share your soul with because in that name we have the authority and the character of jesus these are things we are going to see in the course of tonight's study so if you know his name if you become intimate with his name If you become one with his name, you will trust in him. And what is the result of that trust? He said, For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek you. So, in knowing his name, you seek him, you chase after him, you go after him. That is part of knowing his name. You wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I call upon your name. You are Yahweh, you are Jesus. And as you pray and as you worship that name you begin to get intimate it begins to reveal himself to you so look at some of the people that knew his name in the Old and that is why they called him by the names that we call him today they call him Jehovah Shama the Lord is there Jehovah Shalom the God of peace Jehovah Sidekenu the Lord of righteousness Jehovah Mekadishke or Jehovah Mkadesh the Lord that sanctifies us. The Lord that makes us holy. Jehovah Nisi. Our brand ambassador. Let me use it that way. You know, when he say Jehovah Nisi, it means our banner. So when you say Jehovah Nisi, he said, God, I am setting up my shop in your name. So you want to start a business. You say, God, I am setting up shop in your name. Jehovah Nisi, you are my banner. You are my brand ambassador it is in your name I do advance that's Jehovah Nisi. in your name I go to war when they go to war in those days you will see the people in front they will carry the banner of the kingdom so Israel was saying when we go to war when we go to market when we go to business we carry the banner of Nisi. he is our banner we fight under his name glory to God so These are the things we'll be exploring today and I encourage you to just set your heart, be on fire by the Holy Ghost to hear what God has to say. Now from last week we spoke about Yahweh and we brought to light, we talked about Moses. Through Moses, God revealed himself as Yahweh and we saw a pattern there. So when God wanted to reveal himself, he wanted to save his people. So, Adam had came out of the garden, man had fallen, and then God wanted to restore man back to himself. And then he started a relationship with Abraham. After Abraham, he he went forward. After a while, he had Isaac, we have Jacob, and then Jacob was living happily in Canaan with his 75 members of his family. But then, incidents made them go into into Egypt. They went into Egypt and after a while they became slaves. And where God was, God was say, I need to save my people. I need to bring them out. So he, he appeared to Moses and said, Moses, listen. I'm going to bring out my people. I have I have had their cry. I am I have had what is happening to them i see their pain so i want to deliver them come now let me send you to them and we saw that from exodus chapter 3 and when he was going to send moses he gave moses a name he said tell them i am sent you i am that i am sent you yahweh sent you so these are the different versions of the same name we call him i am that i am we call him yahweh we call him yah we call him jehovah they all mean the same thing which is I am that I am. I am the one who creates all things and I'm not created. I am self-existent. Nobody knows my beginning or my end. And I'm here to save you. I am here to deliver you. So he went to Pharaoh and he said, I am said I should bring the people of God out. So we are going to see some scriptures to see that. Exodus 3, just to do a quick refresher. Exodus chapter 3, from verse 13. Exodus 3, verse 13. So i'll read from i'll read from verse 7 actually and the Lord said i surely see the affliction of my people which are in egypt and i've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters for i know their soul so many times we can think that while we are on earth their god is away. we know he's hearing look at what he says, he says i've heard there, i've heard how people are tormenting them so do you think Something is tormenting you or somebody is tormenting God is hearing and tonight you will see how he has come to deliver you So that after tonight you will know you can walk in deliverance two for seven and God went on and said And I am come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians after tonight your deliverance will be secure After tonight you will know how to walk in power and deliverance in the name of Yahweh Come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Now verse 9. He said Now therefore behold, the crowd of the children of Israel is come unto me. I have also seen the oppression wherewith Egyptians oppress them. So God is listening. He's hearing the cry of your heart. He's not deaf. He's not deaf. And tonight is a point of contact. It's an encounter for you to meet him. Now in verse 14. He said and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am as sends me. So God said, I want to send you, Moses, to go and deliver them. And he said, the name to God call me to them is I am Yahweh, Yah, Jehovah. Now, today we are going to look further into the name of God. And the reason for this is because many times we worship God, we say, Oh God, you are the one who works, who is and who is to come and that is a dimension of God because with us, He was and when He was in the past, He was Yahweh today, He is and tomorrow in our future after this old earth passed away He is going to be the God that is to come so who is He to us now? now let's look at Luke chapter 1 verse 46 Luke chapter 1 verse 46 Luke chapter 1 verse 46 hallelujah luke chapter 1 verse forty six. 6 he said and Mary said now let me let us go back a little bit let's go to from verse 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 27 or verse 26 verse 26 and in the six months the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee, a Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou, da, ha, hail thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled in, at his saying and casting her mind what manner of salutation or greeting this should be. And the angel said unto her, fear not Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And, and, and God is saying that to somebody tonight. You have found favor with God. He said, For thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Verse 32 he said he shall be great and he shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David now let's see again Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 then we'll come back to Luke chapter 1 verse 46 we want to see because just like how God appeared to Moses and gave him a name and said tell them my name is Yahweh God also is coming again he was coming in the time of Moses so he came again a second and he came to Mary and said this is what I want to do and this is the name I'm giving the name I'm giving is Jesus so Jesus is not just the name of Jesus as a person Jesus is the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost the three of them agree in the name Jesus now look at Matthew chapter 1 Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 and we will see firsthand the meaning of that name from verse 20, let me say. He said, But while he thought on this things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, just like he appeared to Moses. So and we are seeing the pattern of God here. He said unto him, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. He said, And he shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sin. You can see that. So the reason God gave us the name Jesus is for the purpose of salvation. So now we see a pattern that the first time God wanted to save people, he gave a name Yahweh. The second time he wanted to save people, he gave a name Jesus. And this is the pattern with God. Because what God did in the Old Testament is a shadow, an experiment for what he was going to do in the New Testament. So he said that, okay, I want to to do something later in the future, but let me do testing, testing. So he did testing, testing with Moses and Israel. So Moses was a type of Jesus, Israel was a type of you and me, the whole world, Egypt was a type of the kingdom of darkness, Pharaoh was a type of the devil that was afflicting the children of God. So just like as it is today, the devil is in the world, tormenting people, enslaving them to sin. People are doing drugs, tattoo to drugs. They are doing things they don't like. People are confused about their gender. People are angry with God. Because why? Satan is tormenting them and making them feel God is unjust. The Bible says, The thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So, when we see killing, stealing, and destroying, it is never God. It is... God is not the one that will kill, steal and destroy and later come and say, let me heal you. That is a waste of his time. So when you see that, you know that this is the enemy. And God is saying, now I want to save people. I'm giving them a new name. Now we are going to see from Luke chapter 1 verse 46. So now, so that you will see the meaning of the name Jesus. We have seen in Matthew 1 that he was given that name because he will save his people. He will save his people. Luke chapter 1 verse 46. Now when the angel told Mary the meaning of his name and said the name of your child will be Jesus look at what Mary said and Mary by the Holy Ghost explain the name of Jesus to us and when you understand it so the next time when you say Jesus you should expect what the name means to happen for you Luke chapter 1 from verse 46 it says and it came to pass after three days they found him Oh, that's chapter 2. Luke chapter 1, verse 46. It said, "And And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit rejoice in God my Savior. Now, that is the meaning of Jesus. In the Hebrew, that word means Yeshua. And it means Yahweh that saves. So, Jesus is Yahweh plus plus, if you want to say it that way. So, in the Old Testament, he said, let me give you testing. And that testing is Yahweh. I am the merciful one. But then, when he wanted to come in the fullness of himself, he said, I have a new name. And that new name is Yeshua. Which means Yahweh that saved. And what does that mean? It means that I am that I am. And all that I am is here to save you. So, when you say Jesus. So, for example, you are in an accident. Or the motto is about to turn over. And you say... Jesus, what you are saying is that I am that I am with all that you are, with all of your power. Save me right now. So you don't just say Jesus when you are, when you are just with your friend because you don't need salvation in that moment. Nothing scary has happened to you. So when you, it's just like saying, don't don't raise false alarm because there's power in the name of Jesus Christ. So it says, and my spirit has rejoiced in Yeshua, God my savior. It said, for he had regarded the lowest state his handmaiden for behold from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed for he that is mighty has done me great things and holy is his name so inside the name yeshua great things are there to happen to you then it goes on it said and his mercy is on them that fear him now last week we found that the meaning of yahweh is the merciful one and we now see inside yeshua also there is mercy there so what i'm trying to explain to you now is that Inside Yeshua, there is more than Yahweh. God revealed himself more than he, he revealed himself in the past. He just gave us a testing in Yahweh. He's now saying, I am actually Yeshua. I am plus, plus in him. Then he went on to say, And His message from generation to generation. He has showed his strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of the heart." So when you say Jesus, strength is in that name. So you wake up in the morning feeling all bad. You can begin to say jesus there is strength in the name of jesus jesus yeshua my god strengthen me right now you feel that oh i don't have the strength to do what i ought to do yeshua strengthen me right now oh you are faced with the temptation you call yeshua strengthen me right now yeshua strengthen and it's the same thing as jesus jesus strengthen jesus is the greek translation to english yeshua now he goes on he said he has pulled down the mighty from their seat and exalted them of low degree. So the Bible says that we have been given a name that is above our name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee, it means what it says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So you see, in the name of Jesus Christ, there is strength, there is salvation. Now we check another scripture. Now, Luke chapter 1, verse 67 to 75. And this is Zachariah talking about the name of Jesus and his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied saying blessed be the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David and he speak by the mouth of his holy prophet which, are, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our what, enemies and from the hand of all that ate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. Also the meaning of the name of Jesus. Salvation. Now, let us compare Moses and Jesus, so that we'll see that there is a pattern there. Let us look at Hebrews, or Acts chapter 7. Look at Acts chapter 7. What's was said by Moses and then we look at Hebrews 3 and after that we begin to race towards the end Acts chapter 7 verse 31 it said he was talking about Moses and this is this is uh, Stephen it said when Moses saw it he wondered at the sight and as he drew near to to behold it the voice of the Lord came unto him saying saying I am the God of thy father the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Then Moses trembled, and does not behold, it does not look. Then said the Lord unto him, put off thy, the, sh- the shoes from thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. I have seen, I have seen the affliction of my people, which is in Egypt, and I have heard they are groaning, and came down, and come down to deliver them. I will send thee unto Egypt. So, God was telling Moses, I want to send you to them. Now, when God del- showed himself to Moses this way. Look at what Moses said. This Moses, whom they refused, saying who had made him ruler over us, saying who had made the ruler and a judge, the same did God send to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. So now, this Moses became the person God sent. And then this Moses said something. This is that Moses we said unto the children of Israel. A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up up unto you of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear. So Moses is saying, Jesus is coming in the future and he will be like me. And what he will come and do is to save you. So what Moses did in the Old Testament, Jesus came to do in the New Testament. Jesus is our savior. came to save us out of the grip of the enemy so if you feel the enemy is holding on to you somewhere you now know that when you call Jesus and you have faith in that name be very certain those chains are going to break and even as we speak now the enemy knows that after you leave this place you are going into your room to break any form of chains you think you are being held under now we go on. look at Hebrews 3 now i don't need to go there because we've already established that place that is moses and jesus came to do the same kind of thing it's just that in jesus god did something bigger now what is the meaning of the name jesus and we have said that the meaning of the name jesus is jehovah that saves jehovah that saves. from matthew chapter 1 verse 21 that he shall his people so anytime you call jesus you are saying salvation now why did god say i am jehovah that saves in jesus what is the importance of this he said why did he say i am jehovah that saves the reason for this is because on the earth today man needs salvation and we are going to look in depth into the word salvation because when god created adam and eve he created them for himself he placed them in the garden they were safe they were happy they were healthy nothing was broken nothing was missing But then, the enemy came. Because there's an enemy on the earth. he came. He tricked Adam and Eve out of obedience to God and took them away. And then after that, the curse came. Then there was sickness on the earth. There was death. Abel and Cain, they fought. And rather, Cain killed Abel. So, death came on the earth. And from that time, wickedness was multiplied upon the surface of the earth. But man was not made for sin man was not made to disobey god man was not made to live away from god and that is why today We see sickness in the world. It is as a result of the fact that we are absent from the presence of God. The Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. So that was what God made man for. God made man for his presence. He put him in the garden. And in the cool of the day, which is in the morning, God will always come to Adam and gist with him and share with him and commune with him. So, But after Adam left the garden, man was in a cursed environment and the enemy of his soul because the devil is envious of every human being on the earth the truth is he envies you and I. he envies every living soul because we are god's favorites and so as a result of the fact that he was punished and judged he decided that he was going to punish and seduce and hurt man he was going to steal from man he stole the relationship between man and God away. He stole the authority of man. He became the God of this world and he showed himself that way. So he became the one that is ruling the world, causing violences, causing people. Nobody wants to really do drugs, nobody wants to be sick. But how come we find ourselves that way? how come there's disease on the earth because the earth is caused why the devil is roaming about looking for all to destroy and his act reason is that he wants to make sure that even though he's going to hell because the devil knows his judgment is sure no redemption for him he's going to hell but he wants to go there with as many people as possible so even though he knows his punishment is sure he's looking for ways to deceive the people god loved the most the human being because god made us after his own image He created us after his own heart. And he loves us unconditionally. And we saw that the Bible says, For God so loved the world, even when we were in sin. So, and that's something we need to know, that your mistakes does not change how you look in the face of God. We weren't good people when Jesus came to die. We were sinners. We were crazy people. We were misbehaving. We were cursing God. And Jesus was still sent to the earth to die for us. So there is nothing you can do that can devalue you in the sight of God. And that's what the enemy wanted to do. He thought that by making us sin, we were going to be devalued in the sight of God. But God said, no, their value is still the same. They will always be valuable to me. There is nothing that can change their value before me. I love them with an everlasting love. I love them enough to go to the world by myself and die a gruesome death for them. And that is how precious you are. So there is nothing you can do and that's the meaning of that word devil it means the best devil means devaluer it devalues so and that is the lie it tells us so when you're committing or you make a mistake in your mind you think you are less valuable to god so you are you are hiding from god you really don't want to pray because you feel guilty you don't want to go into the presence of god but god is saying listen you weren't even this good before I came to die for you. Now I have died for you and I've made you my righteousness. Who told you you are not valuable to me? Come, don't let the enemy deceive you and think you have been devalued. You are not devalued. And there's nothing that can happen to us throughout this life. Whether our past, the mistakes we've made in the past, or things people have done to us, or things people have, have, have said to us, can make us devalued. No, our value is still intact. Our value is found in the death and resurrection of jesus christ he died for you is you are that valuable so and that's the meaning of the name yeshua salvation is in that name and why salvation which is what we are talking about that. the reason for salvation is because god wants to rescue man out of the kingdom of darkness just like he rescued israel out of egypt god wants to rescue man out of the kingdom of darkness let's look at colossians 1 so that you will see Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, you will see it literally written there. From verse 12, Colossians 1 verse 12, it said, Giving thanks unto the Father, who has made us qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. And look at verse 13, what a glorious verse. It said, Who has delivered us from the authority, the kingdom of darkness, and has translated us, brought us, into the kingdom of his dear son. That was why he sent Jesus. So now, anyone who has believed in Jesus, and that is you who is listening to me, you have been transferred. Just like Israel was taken out of Egypt, through the Red Sea, into the Promised Land, God took you out of the kingdom of darkness you are no longer within the reach of the enemy so even though you may be thinking and the enemy is lying to you making you feel that he has power or is tying you down somewhere you need to tell him that today you have seen the light what he's saying is a lie it is just playing on your intelligence on your ignorance you have been set free a long time ago the day jesus died and rose again he brought you back to life with him when jesus went to the grave he went to spoil Satan. let's look at it ephesians chapter 2 you will see that jesus dealt with the devil he injured him anyhow he destroyed his authority on the earth look at ephesians chapter 2 from verse 11 it said wherefore Remember that ye being been in time past Gentiles in the flesh, and that was you before you accepted Jesus, who were called on circumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hand, that is in the past. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenant of promise, but you are no longer strangers now. You have no hope and without God in this world, but that is not you again. You now have hope. You have a God in this world. He said, But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off, god has brought you near do you feel far from god over these past few days do you think you've been far god is saying you are nearer to me than you think i have brought you near to myself through the blood of jesus christ he said he has brought you near by the blood of christ then he went on he said for he is our peace that is jesus is our peace so if you are looking for peace when you say jesus peace is in the name if you are waking up in the middle, you are troubled, or you are thinking to become of me, or my husband, or my wife is out there. What is going My child is out there. What's going to become of them? Call the name of Jesus. Peace is in that name. The Bible tells us that he's the prince of peace. Now it goes on. He said, For is our peace who has made both one who had broken down the middle wall of partition between us? And this is a word for somebody. Probably there is a a kind of estrangement between you and a friend, or between you and your husband, or between you and a business partner. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is your peace. He has broken down the middle of partition. So if there is somebody you think has been angry with you for years, maybe you offended them. This is the time you start calling the name of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ can repair old relationships. It can restore old relationships. It can make two people who are sworn enemies become friends. Yes, it is possible. It can restore families. Maybe a child has went away from home and is hating the father or is hating the mother. When you call on the name Jesus, peace will come. Restoration will come to that relationship. Then he goes and says, now look at what Jesus did for you. He said, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to making himself twain, one new man, so making peace, and that he may reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, have been shown slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were far off, and to them which were near. For through him we have access by one Spirit unto the word, unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens, And the saints, and the members of the household of God. So you see what Jesus did for you. You can see from there what he did for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just thank God for one minute. Thank him for what he did for you. He saved you out of the kingdom of darkness. You are no longer a slave to the enemy. You are no longer a slave to the enemy. Oh hallelujah! Baru siateko siarebe, lato siakata baru siatende maniabe, e teke te breakete ko siare baru siareba, zele baru siateko siare baniye. Let us look at Colossians one eleven. We are looking at the meaning of salvation, and when you call the name of Jesus, what do you expect? Colossians one verse eleven. Look, it says, in Him, it said Colossians chapter. 2 verse 11 he said in whom also he has circumcised with the circumcision made without hand in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of christ buried with him in baptism wearing also he had risen with him through the faith of the operation of god who had raised him from the dead he said and you being dead in your sins and this uncircumcision of your flesh are he quickened together with him having forgiven you all trespasses blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Look at that. So on the cross when Jesus was dying, they were nailing him and they were cutting him. That wasn't just Jesus. That wasn't just Jesus. It was how the enemy was destroyed. So when you see Jesus on the cross next time, see, tell the devil, says, and look at how you are disgraced. Look at how you are disgraced. You are disgraced on the cross for everybody to see. And that's the meaning of salvation. That is why God showed sure that saves you. He came to us to save us. Now, let's look at Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Father, we thank you for salvation. From verse 11, I read, It said, This is the stone which was set at north of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be what? saved." So the name Jesus was given unto us for salvation. Let's look at Philippians verse 1. Chapter 1 verse 19. Philippians 2 verse 19. Philippians 2 verse 19. In one minute just praise the Father. Thank you for your salvation. When I call the name of Jesus, I know what to expect. Philippians 2 9. It says, from verse 8, let me read from verse 8. It said, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Verse 9. It said, Wherefore God also had highly exalted him, and given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things where in heaven, and things in the earth, and things underneath the earth, and that every tongue should confess, that jesus christ is lord to the glory of the father can you see that that is what you have in the name of jesus so don't call it jokingly anymore when you say jesus you are calling power you are calling authority glory to god hallelujah let's look at first john chapter 3 verse 5 i'm i'm opening this scripture so that you will know the meaning of the name jesus and you know what to expect. First John chapter 3, verse 5. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. thank you verse 5 i said first john chapter 3 verse 5 i said and ye know that it was manifested to take away our sins and in him is no sin whosoever abideth in him sineth not whosoever sinneth had not seen him neither known him verse 8 It said he that committed sin is of the devil say for the devil sinned from the beginning and look at that he said for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the enemy. And what's the works of the enemy? Sin is the work of the enemy. So when you know the meaning of the name Jesus, you can break the power of sin in your life. So probably you say, okay, my own sin is that I eat too much. Oh, my sin is that I gossip. I don't know. I just end. I just find myself one day. I just start gossiping. Oh, I lie. That is my sin. Oh, I fornicate. That is a sin. Oh, I am always complaining. That is a sin. But when you begin to look into the name of Jesus Christ, and you begin to say, Jesus, you are my savior, that his name will begin to break in your life the power of sins. The mistakes you are always making, probably anger is your own sin. His name begins to break the power of anger upon your life. It begins to break the power of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a a serious sin. And it begins, Jesus, you forgive me please strengthen my heart to forgive let your love manifest in my heart let it overwhelm my heart let me forgive and forget and let go and you can begin to say that i forgive so so so, and so in the name of the lord jesus christ i break the power of unforgiveness oh this person did this to me that person did that to me but in the name of jesus christ i forgive them Because there is power for forgiveness in his name. He forgave us our sins. So you can say, I forgive you my husband in the name of Jesus Christ. I forgive you my grandmother in the name of Jesus Christ. I forgive you my ex in the name of Jesus. There is power in that name. Let's look at Luke 19 verse 10. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. All of these are explaining the things in the name of Jesus Christ. So when next you call Jesus, you know the meaning of exactly, the exact meaning of what you're saying. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. Holy Ghost, thank you. Oh yes, glory to God. It says, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. You see, Jesus came as a savior. He came to look for and save we are still talking about what is in his name and that's a salvation because Acts chapter 4 verse 12 tells us that we are being from which under heaven we will be saved saved from what? saved from sin and that's the next thing we are going to be looking at what are the things we are saved from number one you can write that down we are saved from sin Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 tells us let's look at it again we've read it before but let's look at it again Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 Matthew chapter 1 verse 21, salvation from sin, salvation from sin, it said, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins, now, when we talk about that word salvation, many times we think it's just salvation from sin, no, that word salvation, one of it is salvation from sin, we are going to see the other things that are inside salvation. So you will know what came to you when you called the name of Jesus and became saved. You know the meaning when you say, I am saved. It's not just that you are saved from sin. You are saved from a lot of things. Not just sin alone. Because you are saved from all the works of the enemy. Anything Satan can do to harm a human being, you are saved from it. And then you are also saved from the judgment of God. And we are going to see that later. You are saved, that's the meaning of salvation. So, when you say I am saved, and when you say Jesus is my savior, what you are saying is that I am saved from all of the following number one, sin. So you are born again, you are made the child of God. That's Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. You are made the righteousness of God. Let's look at that. Second Corinthians chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and that we are talking about your first salvation the first thing that happened to you was that you were saved from sin second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 please open and let your eyes rest on those verses second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 i'll read from verse 17 so that we have perspective it says therefore if any man be in christ this man is a new creature all things are passed away and all things have become new. Verse 18, it says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by who? Jesus Christ. And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Let's look at verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us, Jesus that knew no sin, that we, you and I, might be made the righteousness of God. So you have been saved from sin. You have been saved from sin. Look at Look at Romans chapter 6. I want to emphasize this. That you have been saved from sin. You are not condemned to unhabits. So if you think anger is a problem, you have been saved from hunger. You can overcome hunger. If impatience is, your, is, is what you feel that this is what is challenging me, you have been saved from impatience. You have patience. If you understand the name of Jesus, and that's what we are saying tonight. So from tonight, you begin to tell yourself, I have been saved from impatience. Jesus Christ has saved me from impatience. I am a patient person. I have patience. I have patience. Look at Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6, verse 11. It said, Likewise, reckon ye yourselves also to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It said, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its loss thereof, neither yield you you, your members as instrument of unrighteousness unto sin. So you have been saved from what you are thinking. You have not been saved from sin. It doesn't have power over you. 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 Sin does not have power over you. Sin does not have power over you. Sin does not have power over you. Verse 13, Romans 6, it said, Neither yield your members as instrument of righteousness, of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instrument of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law but under grace. So there is no sin that has dominion over you. I want you to in this moment just pray and say, Father, thank you, because I am free from sin i am free from anger i am free from fornication i am free from adultery i am free from any form of sin that is lording itself over me i am free from impatience i am free from all kind of immorality i am free from laziness laziness is a sin i am free from foolishness i am free from gossip i am free from anger the bible says sin shall not have dominion over him now what's the next thing the name of Jesus saved us from. He saved us from sickness. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. And you'll see there. So when Jesus was on earth, he did something. And after he died, he made sure that thing was ours. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. It says... How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and what? Healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. All that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Look at that. Jesus healed you. Look at Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53 from verse 4 hallelujah hallelujah glory to god i'm already fired up with joy right now knowing that i am saved from all these things sickness is not supposed to hold me down and from this time forward you break free from the power of sickness you know how to walk in healing when sickness tries to attack your body you remind it and say in the name of Jesus Christ, I have been saved from this disease and I will remain saved. I am healed in the name of Jesus. Look at that. Look at verse 4, Isaiah 53. It says, Surely he has borne our graves and he has carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. He said, But he was wounded for our transgression, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, you are what? Healed glory to god hallelujah you are healed so i say this to you right now if there's any sickness in your body i declare you are healed in the name of jesus christ you are healed in the name of jesus christ any sickness tormenting you before now they depart in the name of jesus christ Healing is yours in the name of Jesus Christ. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you are healed. Healed of asthma, healed of lung problem, healed of headaches and migraine, healed of swollen foot, healed of heart disease, healed of blood disease. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, any form of sickness, you have been healed. Jesus is your healer. He saved you and healed you at the same time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then the next thing is saved us from is oppression from evil spirits. So you sleep, somebody comes to press you down, or you have a bad dream. And then you wake up, oh, you should not be scared. Listen to me. Listen very well to me. If you ever have a bad dream again, that you woke up, you are victorious. The next thing you should do is just go stand up and worship Worship God and say, Jesus, you are my savior. This dream is not true. Your salvation is more true to me than any dream in the world. Your salvation is more true to me than any work of the enemy. For this reason, you are manifested to destroy the works of the enemy. So this dream cannot stand the power in your name. Therefore, I say I am saved from the attack of the enemy. Therefore, I am saved from the onslaught of the enemy. Jesus has saved you from the oppression of darkness. Look at that. Let us look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 21. You will see the people you are saved from. You will see them. All of them they gather, but they can't do anything to you. They can't. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous, you are the righteous. You run into it and you are saved. Look at that. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 21. Let's read from verse 20. I usually like to read in context. He said, Which he rocks in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come look at that you have been saved from all principalities and power so there's nothing like powers of your father's house they can't tie you down and that is why the first scripture we read today is Psalm 9, verse 9 and 10. It says, They that know, they that are intimate with his name, will put their trust in him. For you, Lord, will save them, will not forsake them that put their trust in you. Can you see that? In his name, from evil spirits, you are saved from any form of oppression glory to god i just want you to thank god for that think about it think about any form of oppression you think that has have been have been working against you all the while and begin to thank him because you are saved you are saved tonight and you are saved forever you are saved tonight and you're saved forever let's look at mark chapter 15 verse 16 look at that mark chapter 15 verse 16 so that you will know you will know what you have in the name of jesus christ mark chapter 15 verse 16 Oh, Hallelujah. Hey, hey. Sheke I'm feeling somebody's being fired up right now. They know they are right and they are going to chase the enemy far away from their destiny. Matthew chapter 15. He said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned, And these sons shall follow them that believe in my name. The first thing they will do is what? Cast out devils. Do you think there's a devil lurking around your life? You can cast it out. You don't need to fear. Not at all. When the devil raises it, you say, listen, you've been defeated. On the cross, you are crushed. And therefore, I declare, get lost, Satan. You don't have a right to be around me here. Get far away. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where our deliverance is coming from. In his name. In his name. Glory to God. It's almost almost 10 o'clock. And I'm about to round up. And what we want to cover today has been so much. But we are close to the end. Now, the next thing, which is, I'm rounding up now, is that, after we salvation in his name we've been saved from sin, saved from sickness, saved from oppression we've been saved and the meaning of that word salvation means deliverance, deliverance there is deliverance in his name, deliverance from the works of the enemy, deliverance from sin, deliverance from poverty, deliverance from sickness, deliverance from oppression. Those are the things you are saved from and those are the things in the name of Jesus Christ that you have been saved from. Now another thing that the name of jesus now means to you that is for your for your for your how will i call it for your for your for the attack side now for the defense and the growth side the name did not just come to defend you what does it mean the name now that word name means authority and power so when you say in the name of jesus you are saying in the authority and power in the authority and personality of jesus So, and this is where we need to understand. So many times people call the name of Jesus and it doesn't work. Why? Because even though they are calling on his authority, they are not working in his character. Jesus has a character and you can't use his name without exhibiting his character. You can't use the name of Jesus without exhibiting his character. You must learn to behave like Jesus so that the power in the name of Jesus can work for you. You must strive to be like Jesus So that the power in his name can work for you. Let us look at Colossians chapter 3 verse 17. And then we will now see how to live like Jesus. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17. You can speak in tongues under your breath. Look at Colossians 3 verse 17. Now, let's start from verse 16. I always read in context. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. This is how you begin to walk in the authority and name of Jesus Christ. He said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Verse 17 says, And whatsoever you do, or, de- or whatsoever you do in word, or did do all how in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So, if you want to walk in the power of the name of Jesus Christ, you must be living in the name. That word name doesn't not doesn't just mean authority; it means authority and personality. So, the question you want to ask yourself now is: Am I walking like Jesus? You need to walk like Jesus. So, whenever after this meeting, you go and you go into your business, you go into your life, then you begin to ask yourself, Would Jesus do this? So, you want to talk to a friend, you want to talk to your colleague at work, you want to talk to your parent, you want to talk to your partner. You ask yourself, am I doing this in the name of Jesus Christ? Am I loving my wife? Am I loving my husband? Am I treating my children right? Will Jesus behave this way? So, that is what it means to do everything you are doing in the name, in the character of Jesus. So you must live in the character of Jesus for his power to walk in you. So, Because sometimes some people can think and say, oh, I call the name of Jesus, nothing happened." The question is, have you known his name? And are you walking in the character of his name? And this is an opportunity for you to know his name. You are knowing what is in his name. So, and that means that henceforth, you don't just call that name anyhow. You are not gisting with your friend and just say, Jesus. Or maybe somebody is, you know, sometimes you hear all these musicians, they are singing and say, Jesus. Like, that is not right. That is not right. If the earth is in the name of Jesus, they won't call it that way. They won't just say, Jesus. No, 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 you don't do that. Is a honorable name. Is a name that is above every name. You don't call it flippantly. You don't use it to become your, your toothbrush or your chewing stick. No. It's a honorable name. A name that opens heaven and earth. A name that calls God attention to you. So you don't just say it and you don't listen to music. You don't watch jokes or, or skits where, where where they make light of his name. You don't laugh at such because you know the meaning. He died for you. He saved you. And in that name, you are saved. So, you have to do everything you do in the name of Jesus Christ. When you are on social media, you begin to think, what I'm about to type? Is this in the name of Jesus? It's not every time you say in the name of Jesus that you are doing something. What, how you behave, you must, you look at it, Colossians three seventeen again, it said, whatsoever you do in word, that is what you say, or indeed, that is how you behave, do all in the name of Jesus Christ. So, from today, you begin to act in the name of Jesus Christ. Love your husband, love your children, love your wife. Run your business in the name of Jesus Christ. Deal with your security, man. Deal with people who are lower than you in the name of Jesus Christ. Deal with people who are higher than you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the character of Jesus. Glory to God. Deliverance is coming to somebody already. Look at that. Deliverance is coming to somebody already. Because they will begin to act in the name of Jesus Christ. They will begin to ask themselves... Would Jesus do what I'm about to do? If he wouldn't do it, please, let me think again. Let me think twice. Let me stop this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, let us see another thing in the name of Jesus Christ. So that you two will be walking in that power. So now, I just spoke about the character. Look at another explanation of this character. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. The, ca- Jesus. the character of Jesus. Galatians chapter 5. Look at this. We will we'll, we'll, we'll drive it home look at that, Galatians chapter 5 verse, let me read from verse 19 now I say, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness lasciviousness. certainly Jesus will not do this, idolatry witchcraft, witchcraft is, is allowing or allowing yourself projecting to other people's life and manipulate them, it's not until you, you are waking up in the middle of the, ordinary people day and day practice witchcraft by manipulating others, witchcraft wrath hatred variance emulations wrath strife seditions envy jesus will not envy murder which is anger drunkenness jesus is not a drunken person revelings that is not just passing wild passing wild passing misbehaving just going about drinking misbehaving that's revenues he said and such like of which i tell you before so as i have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of god but look at this he said but the fruit of the spirit and which spirit is that that's the spirit of Jesus? It's he said, it's what love? That is the character of Jesus. Joy, that's the character of Jesus. Peace. That's the character of Jesus. Long suffering, you are a patient person. That's the character of Jesus. Gentleness, you don't you don't force your opinion on people. You don't no 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 no. Even though you are assertive, you make yourself known, but you don't coerce people. No, 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 no. It's a gentleness, goodness, you are a generous person. When they think, they say, ah, this person is a good person. No. Jesus is a good person. And you to be a good person. Then they said, faith. You must be a faithful person. Trustworthy person. They said, meekness. You must be humble, teachable. You are not proud. You are open to hearing suggestions. And that is how God talks to you sometimes. Even from unknown sources. Meekness. Temperance. Self. You know how to control yourself. You know when to start and stop things. You don't go overboard glory to God. That's the character of you. Now let us see the power of Jesus. And that's what we see in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. So that you also can heal the sick. Jesus said, he said in my name cast out devils. In my name heal the sick. In my name raise the dead. That's the character of Jesus. In Mark chapter 15, we can't go there anymore but you can write that down. Mark 15 Mark 16 16 Mark 15 verse 16 to 18 then you have you have you have acts chapter 10 verse 38 that is the character and the power of jesus now the last thing we are going to close tonight with is this how you become intimate with the name of jesus christ how you become intimate with his name so that you can know his name that word no means you become one with him you have intercourse with jesus just like a husband and wife we have intercourse yes in the realm of the spirit jesus will come to you you and him will share you will share you will love him he will love you he will show himself to you He will reveal himself to you and when you begin to know him that way you begin to put your trust in him you begin to live like him and when you begin to live like him you begin to talk like him and when you begin to talk like him you begin to release power like him you begin to cast out devils in his name you begin to heal the sick in his name let us look at Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15. And that's where we are going to close tonight. How to know the name. How to become one with the name of Jesus Christ. So that you and Jesus, you are one in experience. Not just theoretical. You know, you say, oh me and Jesus, I want. No, no, no. In a real essence. Where you can say in the name of Jesus Christ. Something happens to your child. And it's in the middle of the night. Before you get to the hospital. You couldn't get a doctor. Then you can say right there. Jesus name. Be healed. And that child normalizes. And probably even if you are still going to take him to the hospital by morning, nothing evil happens to him till morning. In the middle of an emergency. That's something I forgot to say earlier. We are saved from judgment. Even the judgment of God in the name of Jesus. So for example, God wants to judge the earth. But He's saying a thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. It will not come near you. Can you see that? Can you see that? That in the name of Jesus Christ, you are even safe from the judgment of God. So probably you are in a bus. And God wants to judge somebody on that bus. An accident is about to happen. And probably some people are going to die. But because the name of Jesus is upon your forehead. Even when God judges. What will happen? You will come out on scars You will say, ah, 20 people died, but I came out free. And that's the same thing that is happening now. At the end of the world, the judgment of God will come upon this world and people who are godless. But because the name of Jesus is on your forehead, you are saved. That salvation saved from judgment. You are saved into heaven while everybody is going to hell. While they are being punished, you are saved from judgment. So even the judgment of God can pass over you when you know the meaning of the name of Jesus Christ. So, COVID-19 can be affecting everybody, but in the name of Jesus, you are saved from that kind of judgment. So, now, let us see, finally, how to know the name of Jesus, how to become intimate with his name. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. It said, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God, continually, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Glory to God. That is the end of my of our message tonight, of our study giving thanks. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15, that is how you become one. It's just like saying you are singing a love song to a lover and you the two of you begin to get close. The more you spend time with your lover and call them by their name, you call them by a romantic name, you tell them the meaning of their names, oh you are such a beautiful person, you are such a lovely person. The same thing with Jesus. You wake up in the morning, you go to give thanks unto his name. You offer the sacrifice of praise from your lips unto his name. You are in your room in the afternoon, you are are washing the dishes. You are washing the dishes and you begin to make sacrifices unto his name. You begin to bring the sacrifice of praise. You begin to confess unto his name. You pick up a psalm and say, the Lord is my shepherd. You are knowing his name. I shall not want. You are praising him with that psalm. He make me to lie down in green pastures. You are knowing his name. Oh, then you call Psalms 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Jesus Yeshua is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Yeshua is the strength of my life. Then you go to Psalm 136. Oh, gifted Thanks unto the Lord for His good and His mercy endures forever. You are knowing His name. As you do that from time to time, you are becoming one with Him. And you, you, you practice the act of saying, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I worship you. You call his name. Jesus, I magnify you. My Savior, I bless your holy name. You can begin to do that even right now. My Savior, I bless your holy name. Jesus, my lover, I worship you. Jesus, my Savior, I thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Just worship him. We are done. Just begin to give him thanks. We're already done for the night. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank him for his work tonight. Thank him because you will not see the name of Jesus the same way again. Rabatoko se debreke te kosiada barasiele. Oh Yada Baru shete keleberu siya madabarakaba. Soto robodoko so to bredi a baru shete manasu tebredia deskete kosiale. Manasu te bredi alushetekonomoseta. Man de sete kretu shetalu hallelujah 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 so you go on singing that song in jesus name we are praying so thank you all for your time tonight thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and i hope that you took notes that you can refer to and listen to and then you can also go back on 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 uh, on spotify or you can go on, uh, on Anchor FM. The link will be shared on anywhere. You can find that link on social media, on WhatsApp, status. You can go back and listen to it again during this week. So that you can fortify yourself in this knowledge. And you will know exactly what you are dealing with. God bless you. Thank you so much. See you next week Sunday. Invite a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to show up. God bless you. And have a wonderful night as you begin to live and do everything you do. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Good night, everybody.